paint the fucking world. Paint the fucking world. The fucking world. Paint 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 the fucking world. Welcome to Paint the Fucking World, a podcast for artists by artists. My name is Visual Salt, and here with me, as always, is Nolan, and we are joined by Micah Roush. How are you doing today, Micah? Doing good. How are you guys? Uh, fantastic. Nice. Good, man. Right on. Well, Micah, you live in Montana, is that correct? I do. <laughs> Live in the middle of nowhere in Montana, in a very cold, flat place. It's also very windy. What's the temperature there right now? Um, actually, I think it's nice out. I think uh, earlier I checked and it was like six degrees. So uh, that's so nice. Yeah, that's and for now. For at the moment, yeah. For the last couple of weeks, it's been like negative twenty to negative, you know, ten or so. So it's been pretty, uh, pretty frigid. Uh, I I am cold and it's like 42 outside. I couldn't imagine being in six degree weather. (sighs) If it was 42, I'd probably be driving around with my window down. It would, it'd be so nice. Flip flops. (laughs) Get my flip flops out. I'm a big flip flop person, especially come summertime. So yeah, when it gets warm, I got to find those. So right on. Now, were you born and raised there? I was. Um, so I grew up, Montana is a pretty big state. Uh, I grew up on the eastern side of um, Montana, and it's there. there's like nothing over there. It's like really flat, and there's not really any big cities or towns even. And, um, and after I got married, my wife and I, we moved up into like the top northwest corner and then we moved down to the southwest corner, and then now we're in the middle. Uh, so all over, we've lived all over Montana. Okay. Yeah. Now, what's it like being an artist in Montana? Is it difficult or? Yeah, it, it's 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 pretty tough. Like I, I think a lot of the art is m- more like Western art. Uh, you know, like like with cowboys and tumbleweeds and. Um, like buffalo skulls and stuff like that you know uh, and there's like some like there's i met some people that are like more interested in like fantasy art but it's it's there isn't really a whole lot especially like business wise and everything um yeah so so like getting a really cool art job i, I mean i haven't found one in the area but yeah it's kind of tough in montana for an artist yeah and i, I can imagine like doing vending events like yeah it's tough. I, I, you just did a vending event, correct? I did. Um, it wasn't like a, like a big like art event per se. It, it was my first first vending or art vending event ever, and it was actually um, like a local pub. Kind of the owner does like this Christmas market thing and invites a bunch of local artists and craftsmen uh, oh. to go. Yeah, like to sell some artwork um, over a couple of days, and it's during the the time when the our city has like a Christmas stroll. Um, okay. Yeah. So, but other than that, there isn't like a whole lot around. I'm still looking. That's one of my goals for this for this year is to find more events and venues and uh, possibilities for my artwork. Sure, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were in the military. 
Is that correct? Yep. I was in the military for, let's see, about uh, for six years in the Army Guard. Okay. Um, and I've been out for, man, I've been out for a while. I was, I was basically in when I was going to school. And it was, it was like, you know, one weekend out of the month and then like, uh, I think like two weeks in the summertime and everything. Um, pretty, pretty uneventful, um, kind of experience, but yeah. Okay. Now, so you were going to school during that time that you were in the military. I was, I was juggling a lot. Um, it's, it's sort of kind of along the, it's a little, it's a little off topic, but it's kind of. A story of, of how crazy my schedule was at one point in time because my wife and I we got married pretty young and we actually boy, both signed up for the military at the same time okay and um, at one point in time I um, I was going to school full-time I was working my I was in the military um, my wife was also in the military and we had our very first newborn baby that was two months early. Oh. And so I was I was slammed. Like I was constantly doing things and and yeah, it was it was a pretty crazy um twenties for me, um, like juggling all those things. Uh did you find time to sleep or not really. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean like it was kind of funny, uh it wasn't funny at the time, but it's funny now. But so at one point in time, uh, during all that, like uh, my wrist felt like it was broken, and I was like, "What the heck is wrong?" And like, and then like it, it like went up my arm, and then went in my shoulder, and it felt like I like I got hit with a sledgehammer, and I started getting like these blisters like on my arm, and uh, and I worked at the hospital as a custodian at the time. Uh, and we were, I was kind of worried that maybe it was like MRSA because I deal with a lot of like biohazard stuff in the hospital. Ooh. And, and so we went in, my wife and I, we went to the doctors and, uh, as soon as the doctor walked in, um, he was like, Whoa, like how long have you had that? I was like, I don't know, a couple of days. And he's like, uh, you have shingles. And oh. I was 28. And, and my wife just busted up laughing because she's like, because she was like, you know, I thought it was like more like old, like an old person type thing. And, right. we, thought, and we, were, we were like, well, how the heck did I get shingles? I'm only 28. And like, well, the doctor's like, well, it could be like brought on by stress. And he's like, are you under any stress? And I was like, well, I'm in the military. I, uh, you know, school full time. <laughs> I'm working full time. We have this, you know, brand new baby. We're like young parents. Uh, our child was born two months early, like yada 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 yada, all these things. And he's like, "Yeah, that would, that would do it." And yeah. <laughs> so sleep? No, I didn't sleep during my twenties. Yeah. No. How many yeah. kids? Are itchy man. What was that? Uh, how many kids do you have? I got two. We're two good. Yeah. Two's so good. yeah, yeah. Two, I have two as well, and I'm like, I'm 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 solid. Yeah, yeah. No, they're 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 good kids though. They keep us busy. I'm sure. Um, now, what did you go to school for exactly? Was it for art or? Um, yeah, I I actually went to school in a couple of different places. Um, like right out of high school, like I I really wanted to make like video games, but okay. then like uh, my mom was trying to like my parents were trying to like help me find a school, and there was like one school in Minneapolis for game design, but they didn't have like 
student housing and i came from a town of like three thousand people and it was like basically this little tiny small town kid going to this huge city and having to get like an apartment and all that stuff and it freaked me out and i didn't do it and i sometimes i regret i didn't do it so i ended up i was like well i'll just go to the state college with my friends and i went for one year of graphic design and i hated it came back home i went to a community college i did uh, I got an associate degree in programming, hated it, <laughs> and, then, and then I went, moved across the country after getting married, or not country, the, the state, um, I moved to a different city with my wife, and went to the community college there, got a two-year associate degree in graphic design there, and then we ended up going back to the original place that um, I went to college, where I hated graphic design, but I went back to graphic design anyway, and I was like, well, it's, it, like, it was kind of like art, but like for some reason in my head, I thought like graphic design was like this more like solid job, you know, like the safe job of art. And which turns out is not true at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I've, I've done way too much college and it's sort of kind of art, but it's all been like more graphic design stuff. I most of all my illustration stuff I've done on my own kind of yeah. self-taught. So dude, you're, wow. you're, your is illustrations man like just blow me away like, oh, seriously um the the last one that i saw that you were like i was like what are you talking about was that robot piece that you did the recent robot piece that you were uh, like oh, oh yeah and so you, you turned it black and white so you could see the yeah yeah movie. yeah but before that i was like it looks it looks fucking bomb like, what are you talking about? <laughs> nah. and then yeah. you, you'll go and touch it up and i was like oh okay yeah like, it looks i mean originally it was freaking phenomenal but now I, I understand now it looks like a lot better so yeah thanks i really like seeing those those differences because with me um i would have i would have been like done done i'm putting it away <laughs> I, I, probably, yeah. I probably wouldn't even have started because i would have like like no i would no i can't do that well <laughs> well it's kind of funny with that piece too because i was it was meant to be like just like one of those like one time one session pieces where i was just going to sit down bust something out just to make something and then, like, I think, like, 15 hours later and, like, four sessions in, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm done. I'm done now. <laughs> and so it just kind of, it kind of, like, took off and was, ended up being a bigger project than I was planning for. But, yeah, it came out pretty good. It's beautiful, man. It's Thanks. so, so cool. I lost audio. Oh, there you are. What? I Still lost audio for a hot minute there. Oh man, I, uh, I I think I got the gist of it though. That was, that was weird. Um, so <laughs> so you're a full time dad, yeah. and you're also a full time artist. Yeah, um, I you know all all my spare time, free time, I do you know art stuff, and and then I try to do all the stay at home dad things, and um, I cook clean, which cleaning I'm I'm pretty far behind on at the moment. It's still. The house is still a tornado from the Christmas break. So I have to put the Christmas tree away. Um, but other than that, yeah, I on my uh, free time, I guess you call it, I, I work on my art business, especially this last year. I've, um, I've been trying to make this transition from doing graphic design freelance work to like just art and illustration work. And it's been, it was a pretty interesting uh, 2021. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. 
I bet. So, with your, uh, you recently just did a, uh, your, your zine that you put out, your yep. Ink Weird and Wild zine. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, I just well, got I my ordered copy. Two of these, okay. I, I know. I did. I, I got the- two of these. My, my sister was the one that actually convinced me. She said, you got number three? And I'm like, yeah, because Tyler, <laughs> of course, he's number, number one. one. Yep. yep. So she, she talked me into keeping that one pristine and unopened. Nice. So I had to order another one because I wanted to show everyone it. And I actually wanted to see them in here. Dude, they are so good. They are Thanks. so good. Yeah, it was a really fun project, like, um, especially being, like, for my first zine and everything, and, like, it was just, like, a really fun uh, ink challenge this October, and um, it was a lot of work, because, I mean, like, I did the ink drawing, and then I made a video every single day. I didn't, I don't, I think this is the first time I've never missed a day doing the ink drawing challenge. So, So the Mothman one is the one that my sister said was her favorite. Nice. I like I with my zine. I started out doing a video a day. Yeah, and I I, I haven't posted a video since uh, about <laughs> artwork since uh, November twenty fourth. So oh, yeah. uh, I fell off with that. I'm still doing it, and I'm still mm-hmm. I do a piece every day because I like you. I'm a full time dad. Yeah, and I have a three year old, so. Keeps that busy. keeps me way busy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'll do like five or six in a night or with this new one, I did like 10 or 12 in a day. Mm-hmm. Time. So, um, why cryptids? I noticed you have... Um, it, like, it's always kind of interested me, uh, like the idea of the unknown and like things that are like could be out there and like exploration and and like just like all that kind of stuff and uh you know like i'm like when i was younger i had like this one experience that kind of like it just kind of like intrigued me quite a bit and um can you go into that yeah sure um so when that when I was when I was younger i i think it was after my first year in college and i ended up moving back home because i it, uh, the, the college I was at was just not for me um, at the time. And a friend and I, we went fishing. Uh, it was, there, there was like an old steel bridge out of town um, a little ways. And so we got a bunch of snacks and like we, 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 we used to go night fishing and everything. And so we, this particular night, we wanted to go night fishing. So we went out there and we went on the one side of the bridge um, opposite of like this park. Because usually, like, on the park side, that's where, like, a lot of, like, the drunks and, like, the the druggies kind of, like, would hang out. And so we were just, like, we're going to be on this other side. And so we were fishing for a while. And we, we usually, like, talk about, like, you know, weird things anyway. And, um, and the, he mentioned something about there was, like, some stories about, like, these, like, red eyes or something people had seen in the water at one point in time. And uh, a couple of minutes after we were chatting about that, um, I was looking like up river and there was like these red, like this red light, like above the water, and it, but it looked like a boat light. Like, I don't know if you've, you've seen like a boat, 
uh, out in the water at night, but there's usually like kind of like a light at the front. And I was like, oh, there's your like your red your um your evil red eyes, and you just kind of like laughed and and we kind of went back to fishing. And well, then we started like hear like people like peeling out like in the park, which wasn't like completely like abnormal, but like at the same time it was just kind of strange. Uh-huh. And so like we were fishing and we started to see like this red light. There was like a huge pillar around on like thir- maybe thirty feet out in the water. And the red light, we kind of see, like, go behind it. And we knew it was going to come back around. We were expecting it to be, like, a boat. And um, and usually, like, if someone passes you in a boat and they're probably fishing or whatnot as well, you usually, like, say, like, hey, like, how's it going? Or they, like, ask, like, how's the fishing? And, you know, there's, like, a kind of, like, a little back and forth. And so we're, that's what we were expecting to see. Well, like... As like the red light comes around the pillar, like it, it uh, there's no boat. It's just like this red orb, and then all of a sudden, like it, it like splits off into like I can't remember, it was like five or seven like smaller orbs, and they and it starts like snaking, like like almost like flying playfully, like in a formation. That's cool. And we're like, what the is that? <laughs> and like. So we're just like, you know, just jaws dropped and just staring at this. And we're like, it was dead silent. This was like um, 2000 and when was it? Seven, maybe. So like before, like, like drones and all this stuff like that. And like, it was so weird because like, they're like, we couldn't tell if like the light was like either right above or right below the water. Like the light was like. It, it wasn't bouncing off of anything. But like, you know, like, usually if there's a light, you see, like, that light, like, on, like, objects around it. There's nothing like that. It was just glowing orbs, and we were just, like, staring at this. And so it was getting closer and closer, and, and we were like, oh, maybe it's this, or maybe it's that, and, like, nothing, nothing really fit. And, like, how the water, like, in the river went, it was kind of like, I don't know what it's called, but it, like, kind of, like, goes and, like, spins back on itself a little bit. So, like, the, the current... Yeah, and, like, so it, like, entered that, and by then it was about 20 feet away from us, and, like, so it's it was technically going against the stream, so then we were, like, well, not, it's not floating in the water, so it was so weird, and then, so, um, and my friend's, like, what do you think it is, and I was, like, I don't know, I was, like, why don't you cast your line out and try to hit it, he's, like, fuck you, <laughs> and I'm, like, I just... And I'm like, I just, and I just, and I just laugh and like, but, but anyway, like all of a sudden it gets like right out in front of us and they like the orbs start following each other and, but they're no longer like going with the river. They're just like stationary and they start following each other and go faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. And they get smaller and smaller and smaller and all of a sudden it goes poof and it's gone. Well, and we just, yeah. we look at each other and we're like, what was that? And we're like, I, yeah, we had like no clue. So, um, somebody yeah. just asked, which was what I was going to ask too, was there any form of substance involved? No. So, like, um, I, I never, like, I've never done any, you know, like, substances until, like, I was older. Um, like, I didn't even start drinking until I was 28. And at the time, I think I was 19, 
And oh, that, wow. you know, like we didn't smoke anything, nothing. We didn't do any substances or anything like that. Any chemical plants nearby that you guys were like nothing. It was like <laughs> it was out of town a ways. It was nothing around. Like yeah, so it I was mean, super like strange. The with the three eyed fish, right? Nothing, <laughs> nothing like that. No, not at all. So no, it was it was the strangest thing. Um, I've only had like one other weird thing really happen to me. And that was when I, again, I was like a custodian in a school, and uh, the school had a lot of haunted stories. And a lot of the other custodians had like some really freaky stories about the place. Like, there was like a crawl space below the gym, and I guess supposedly like contracted electricians like went down there and they came back up and they're like, Yeah, we're not going back down there. And the school's like you're all of your like you left all of your equipment down there. They're like, yeah, we're not going back down there. And no like, way. and like it was really bad. And like I never visually seen anything, but there was like this one night when uh, uh, I was cleaning, and it was it was past midnight, and um, and I I bumped my you know like bumped my shin on the table and I was just like, oh, you know, like it, it just it hit me hard. And as soon as I did this, this little girl laugh like was right behind me. And I just had shiver shoot up my spine. And I was like, you quit? And like, Yo. no, I didn't quit. So, so like, so it gets better though, because so that room was actually my, my mom's a teacher and that was my mom's room. And I came back the next day because I sometimes helped her in class. And uh, they're getting ready to go to school. My mom's like, oh, just follow or carry up or follow the back of the line. And we're heading to lunch and we'll, we'll have lunch together. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm in the back of the line. There's these two kids. They're like kind of laughing and, and like pointing over at the whiteboard. And um, the lights are turned off and they're about to head out. And I'm like, what are you guys laughing at? They're like, oh, she's funny. She's funny. She looks like a ghost. The girl in the whiteboard, and like I just like <laughs> go pale because the, the night before I just had heard this little girl like, like, like giggling right behind me, and it was just like, oh my god, no and, fucking way, and um, so cool. oh. and like, so like the and there was like this other uh, like I was telling the other custodians this, and they're like, oh yeah, like uh, actually. Like before your time here, there was another custodian who he uh, he was working in that room, and um, he went to, he opened the door and it was in the dark, and there was a there was a girl in um, like old like Native American uh, like um, outfit, and like standing in the dark, and he thought um, like one of the like a kid got like locked in there, and he was like, how did like how did you get locked in here or something and, like. Here, like you're not supposed to be in here, and he like he stepped in, and she like stepped away from him, and just like dissipated into the darkness. I goosebumps. Like, I got fucking goosebumps right now. Yeah, yeah, no. So it was that school. Like, there's a lot of crazy stories. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm all about like, I'm, a, I'm a huge like paranormal fan, but I, I tell you what, if I'm schools are creepy enough as it is when there's nobody oh, in. Yeah. <laughs> And then oh, you really? turn off all the fucking lights. Yeah. By yourself. Oh I mean, yeah. I would rather hang out in a fucking like 
uh, a morgue. Yeah, no, it's the few stories I had are, are like nothing compared to some of the other custodian stories. Like, Ooh. yeah, it, it was kind of crazy. But yeah, so like that kind of stuff kind of like made me kind of think, you know, like interested of like, you know, like what else is out there? Or like, you know, like the things that we don't know or see. And it's kind of intriguing to think that there might be more out there, I guess. Bro. <laughs> that's crazy yeah that, i know i can understand where your fascination comes from i mean that's uh wow um do you like see you've had paranormal experiences you've had some red orb experiences uh as far as cryptids go uh have you like i mean i i'm not asking if you went and like had a picnic with bigfoot but <laughs> I mean, well, let's put this out. What is your favorite cryptid? What's my favorite cryptid? Um, you know, Shame. I'm not, I'm not really sure what would be my favorite cryptid per se. I mean, like my weird wild series, kind of like, um, I kind of lump in like cryptids and aliens and like supernatural beings all together. And I think like out of like all of that genre, I think the idea of aliens is probably my favorite. Um, in like the existence of like aliens and you know them running around, I guess, and we just don't know it. All right, okay. I, I, so I, I, I'm full heartedly believe there's aliens out there somewhere, and but it freaks me the fuck out. Like, <laughs> it's really weird. I think it's just it's it's human nature, man. Because you yeah. know it's like unknown and stuff. But I agree. Um, same, I'll give you an example of what I mean by the unknown. Uh, I get hated on sometimes because I feel like, you know, if AI were to get big enough and we get robots, like, mm. I wouldn't trust them. And they're yeah. like, but why? And I go, I've, well, I've seen too many movies. Yeah, have you not like, watched well, iRobot? they'll go crazy. Huh? Yeah. I'm like, have you not watched iRobot? Right. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I feel like it's the same thing, you know, like, the, especially if they're humanoids, man. Yeah. There's actually a theory about that where the reason why we have a, a specific fear of like the uncanny valley is because it's almost human but not quite human mm. is it, it's a it's a primitive fear and most of our fears come from like primitive things that we've learned like okay this is this is gonna hurt us or this might kill us like the fear of heights the fear of dark uh, or being in darkness right yeah. So there's a theory that says that at one point in time in our evolutionary chain, or there was a humanoid-like creature that was that looked human but not quite human that was actually yeah. their predator, and either they took off or they went extinct or something happened. Bro, but mm -hmm. we still have this genetic weird you, fear of that uncanny. Can, you've I can been watching that. Aliens, haven't you? Yeah, aliens. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it, it is like kind of a scary, unsettling thought. But at the same time, like, I don't know if that's like what's more unsettling—the thought that like there's more sentient beings out in the cosmos and we just don't know about it, or like the idea of like we're the only ones and like we just have to deal with us human assholes for God knows how long. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're it? Like, the, you know, like this is as good as it gets? Like, really? That's really depressing. Like, this is as good as it gets. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, when I was younger, I remember watching Fire in the Sky. Yeah. At Buddy's house. 
ruin me for aliens for the rest of my life. Yeah. I like ancient aliens and those alien shows. Oh. Mm -hmm. Fuck, man. It'll just creep me out. Like, I won't go outside at night for a couple of days because I'm like, I'm not getting abducted. And they're going to have to work hard to get my fat ass up. In the <laughs> it's not going to be easy. Uh, but, like, they could, they could do it. So, yeah. No, I... Uh, Whew, that was that was an intense story, man. Yeah, no, it, it yeah, was. Uh, it, it was the most interesting, interesting thing that's ever happened to me, really. Uh, I'm I, I I'd like to say I'm speechless, but I have prompts here, so I can keep going. Uh, All right, <laughs> let's get away from cryptids and okay. so I can, like get my skin back to a normal consistency because I'm like got goosebumps, but um. The question I ask every artist is, you know, most people say they've been creating since childhood. When did, like, I feel like you were taking your artwork serious, like, right out of high school, but was it any time before that that you were like, I want to take my art seriously? When did that kind of, tr like, click for you? Um, I mean, uh, well, when I, was, when I was in high school, I did draw quite a bit, and it was more of, like, a, an escape than anything else, I guess, just because high school was not my best days, but... Um, I, I always wanted to be an artist and I, and like, as I approached school, I was like, well, I want to be an artist, but I wasn't like very well educated on like what those options were. I was like, I want to be an artist. And they're like, okay, go to school to be an artist. And then I got to school and they're like, well, what kind of artist do you want to be? And I'm like, there's different types of artists. And, like, <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, you can be like, and then the college I went to, they're like, yeah, you can be a fine artist or you can be a graphic designer. And I'm like, graphic designers make video games, right? And like, so I didn't know what I was doing. And then so, and then, and then I get into that, and they're like, yeah, okay, you're going to make like business cards and brochures. And I was like, this <laughs> sucks. And like, but, uh, so by the, the entire time, like I've always been drawing and whatnot, but I haven't had like a focus or a direction which has been tough and um especially being that i'm like self-taught in regards to like all of my illustration and artwork and i just don't know what i want to do with it and actually this last year um at the beginning of 2021 like i was having like a really rough rough time like i like was almost thinking about giving up artwork um and then um i had a friend who kind of he does like does some like uh, business um coaching type stuff and he offered to like do these like calls with me and he kind of like started to help me like find some direction and focus and so like this you know this last year he's you know i'd be like oh, i got all these things i got to do and blah 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 and like so i get like overwhelmed because i always have like tons to do and so sometimes it's hard for me to be like these are the things i need to do and so he kind of helped me with that and so this last year, you know, he'd be like, okay, like, you got a show coming up, like, we're going to do a Facebook ad for the first time, and are like, we, you're going to do this, do this this week, and we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll talk about it at the end of the week. And, like, so that's kind of, like, he really helped me slowly start, like, focusing and, like, finding a direction to run. And so this whole last year has been this whole, like, okay, like, I... I want to make more like art products. I want to like maybe like look into, you know, this, this or that. And um, just kind of like an ex exploratory type thing. And um, yeah, so I, I've always been 
focusing on my artwork, but definitely this last year I've been like really more serious in regards to like trying to make it a business because uh, I, I want to be able to make like a living with it one day and I have all these different goals and yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, now you do both digital and traditional work and yeah. I'm jealous of both sets of skills that you have because they're, <laughs> they're, they're absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't do digital at all and yeah, you can do digital and paint, and all of your stuff looks better than mine. So, kudos <laughs> to you. Um, Thanks. But uh, w what is your favorite medium to work in? I know you do a lot with uh, gua 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 gouache. Gouache. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I do. I, I've in the last year and a half or so, I've really started to like gouache. and just because um, I, I was I've been doing a lot of digital for a while. But I'm a very like text textile type person. Sure. And I and I like getting a little messy and like so I was like I want to do more traditional stuff, and so I started to try to do more painting. And I really liked just how like gouache works. Um, and so yeah, so I've I've been doing more of that in the last couple of years. I definitely want to keep up with it. Um, so I think that's probably my favorite, although. There are some days I work on it, and I, I really miss the undo button of Procreate and Photoshop. So, uh, yeah. So I feel that, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just spray paint over it and start over. Um, <laughs> high school Micah versus now Micah. How has your artwork changed? Like what? What, um, was your, what were you doing in high school? Like what were you drawing at that point? Well, I was drawing a lot of you know, like kind of sort of the same thing. A lot of like fantasy stuff. Um, I, I remember drawing from, uh, I think they were like Game Pro magazines. Like my my friends and I, like you know, we you know we do the like the LAN parties where we get together or we play like Nintendo sixty four or Halo, and then like we get you know those like uh, video game magazines and there would be like artwork in there and I'd like and I'd like draw some of the characters in there. Um I remember drawing like some of the like Dragon Ball Z characters because I watched some Dragon Ball Z when I was younger. Um and then I was just my my art um my art teaching in high school wasn't really great either. I still remember one of my first art teachers in high school and it was basically like him being like draw something and then he'd go and play Counter-Strike on his computer the rest of the period. <laughs> and, like, so there wasn't, like, ever really any teaching for the most part. And and then when I got into a higher grade, I did have a different art teacher. And she was a little bit better, but she never, like, really, there wasn't anything that really helped, I think. And we had, like, these sketchbook things where, like, oh, look, those are my sketchbooks out, sketchbook pages out. And even then, I, like, I go and I fill out like ten, and like the assignment was to like do two pages, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you got an A, you're fine," like kind of thing. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like our classes, like when I was in high school, like my art teacher, everybody took that class because they're like, it's an easy A. Yeah, and I, I actually, I, I gained so much knowledge from my art teacher in high school. Like she's amazing, and I, I look That's up good. to her to this day. Like so, I, I had a, like. 
I, I learned more from her than when I was in college. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because when college, they don't give two fucks about you. They're just like, okay, <laughs> here's your assignment: draw a circle, draw a sphere. Yeah. And you do the shading. We're gonna do some live paint today. Oh, you're not doing it right. Oh, you're not holding your brush right. Oh, you're a sellout for making prints. Eh, yeah. I, I, I don't. I have yeah. a bad experience. I got trauma. Okay. Um, Same. <laughs> I do too. I totally understand that. Uh, so. but, I don't know uh, anything about that type of trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I. I think the hardest in college, I did take a couple of couple of drawing classes, but the thing that like really got me that, that like it just I, I really hated it was I still remember there was like one class I did and I really, you know, like there's like in my head I was like, Oh, I want to draw like these, you know, like concept artists type, you know, like how they draw or you know, like in like all this like technical detail and like fantasy worlds and all this stuff like that and like i want to know like techniques and skills and i remember taking this one class and the teacher is basically just like just draw what you feel and i'm like but what about perspective like 1.2 <laughs> point 3.4 point, point uh you know like you know like that kind of stuff and it was just, no just draw draw what you feel kind of thing and i was just it drove me insane so like i was just constantly doing tutorials on my own and constantly learning on my own and like just always trying to like read more and do more and like yeah um it it was just super frustrating yeah uh when i took a photoshop class in college the teacher literally was like okay um go to youtube every day and find three different tutorials and then do something based on those and turn it in I don't think that motherfucker even taught a class. Like, like I didn't learn anything from him. All he yeah. did was like go to YouTube, and I yeah. quickly realized that YouTube is a better college than anywhere I could possibly go to. It is like like the the amount of information you can get off of YouTube is just amazing. And then like nowadays, like the different options, like um, like I have like a whole list of like things, like you know, like where you can learn actual like art lessons and courses from like people that are like professionals and like for you know subscription prices that are just super cheap and affordable i mean like i some of my favorites are like controlpaint.com and svslearn.com and schoolism.com and there's gumroad and there's like uh what is it skillshare and like all those ones like you pay like you know like I could, I could learn a hundred years of information and still pay less money than what I pay for an entire semester at college and I'd learn more. Basically, I mean, yeah, like you got a um, masterclass. I think is one of them that has like yeah. it's a one-time yearly subscription fee, if I'm not mistaken. But you could use the whole website, and there's yeah. stuff from like publishing to writing to cooking to art. Yeah. To video, to acting, like there's a bunch. Everything, of stuff. yeah. That's no, so name. so the information that's out there now for artists is just it, it's really awesome to see, and it's definitely available for people. I mean, if you if you get tired of YouTube, there is, and you want something more structured, there is definitely options. Yeah, yeah I and mean, and all of the artists on YouTube that have that do like classes and stuff for yeah. very very minimal pricing, in my opinion, of. You know, they got a set amount of uh, chairs and they're really good at giving feedback. I, I think 1000 actually has yep. one of those um, courses and stuff. And it's 
he does what like quarterly or something like that. Yeah, something he's on like Skillshare, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like a lot of the artists have Patreons, we can become a subscriber to the Patreon. They do live yeah. painting where you can ask questions and stuff like that. And that, that's the thing too. Like I'd like to do more of. Like I have a Patreon, but like right now it's just a tip jar. Um, but I want to do more with it. But like I've seen like some artists that just like do amazing with that. There's like one artist um, that I've seen where basically she just made like hundreds of like tutorial videos and basically like, oh, we're going to like paint a uh, fox in watercolor in basically a start to finish process. And that's like one tutorial. And like her Patreon was like split into like two tiers. And like one was like, oh, you, the first tier you get access to 200 tutorials. And then the second tier you get access to the first 200 and another 200. And like, I think like, doing like just quick math like the lowest amount i think she was like clearing almost 30 grand a month wow and i'm just and it's just like oh my god so i mean that's awesome what I mean, am that, i doing with my life i know same yeah, i know that's what I, I keep saying to myself too i'm just like oh man i gotta get my shit together like wow. i think you could do it man i really think you could wow. do it like i would yeah. i would be it's I would a lot be. of work it's a lot of like you know um work up front but Hopefully one day, one day. You know, like speaking of like other artists, who are some of your like artists that you admire, like Living Dead or otherwise? Um, I so there, I, there's quite a few different artists I like. Um, like some of the ones that are alive and everything now are like one of them is Wiley Beckert. I really like her artwork. There's another one I really like is like pencil drawings. His name's Gary. Probably been Butcher's last name, Velarde, I think. His stuff is really cool. Um, there's another one. Uh, she did um, Fairies of the Fault Line. It's I think her name's like Iris Compiet or something like that. I, I'm totally butchering names. I'm, I'm horrible at that. Um, there's James Gurney. Uh, one of the ones I like recently, um, his name's Sid Mead. I don't think he's around anymore, but he did like a lot of like concept art for uh, Blade Runner. And a lot of like futurism type stuff. Um, there's uh, Kim Jong Ji. Um, some of the older ones I like is like uh, Rockwell and JC uh, Leindecker and like Frank Frazetta. You know, like a lot of like fantasy artists are very um, I don't know uh, sci-fi type artists. Uh, I found one recently I really liked. I want to look more at his stuff, and I think he might not be around anymore, but it's uh, Robert Watt, Watts, I think. Okay. Um, but, like, just a lot of those artists, like, there's a lot of, like, emotion and, like, a lot of craftsmanship in their work, and they're just, like, you, you look at it and you just, I, it's it almost brings tears to your eyes because of, like, how, like, amazing, like, their, you know, like, almost, like, confidence is just, weeping from their their craftsmanship of like anatomy and clothing and lighting and storytelling and like and you just like look at these things and you're just like like damn like that that is amazing so yeah. i'd be crying because i know i'll probably never get to that level because i don't have the patience yeah um, <laughs> so that, that I mean, would be my i'd like i'm never gonna get there See, and that's, like, some of the frustration for me. Like, I try not to compare myself. But these are, like, some of the artists that, like, I look at 
and I look up to and I'm like, I want, I want some of that in like what I have or what I do, you know, like I want like more mastery over lighting and anatomy and storytelling and like emotions. Like, like I would love to like be able to like, I thought I was thinking about the other week and was like, I would really like to be able to like make a painting one day that would make someone cry. <laughs> like, but not like, you know, you know, uh, but you know where you, they just look at it and they're just like, Holy yeah, no, I cow. get that. And like, they just like, it moves them. Um, so I don't know. It, it's, it's definitely like, those are like my goals and like what I want to like shoot for and, uh, but it's still a long way. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. Sure. No, definitely. Um, so you got artists. I, I've, I've popped into your lives quite a few times. Yeah. And to watch you, you do your thing, whether you be like just sitting there chatting or, or making art. And one thing that I consistently see in every single one, or I say I consistently hear mm -hmm. in every single one of your lives is your music choice which is fucking awesome <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love your music choice whenever i'm in there like you had the interpreter right. yeah um, and i so i just kind of want to quickly ask you like how music plays does that play any factor in your artwork at all or i mean yeah yes and no like a lot of times like i pick like my music choices based just on my like uh just how i'm feeling for the day um because i do like bounce around from different, you know, different things. And, but there, sometimes when I'm actually like working on a particular piece, I might pick a certain type of music to put me in the mood. Like the robot one that I did recently. Um, yeah. I listen to a lot of like, um, like eighties synth wave, um, type stuff. And, um, but some days I just, I just put on whatever I'm feeling, you know, like some days I don't want there to be like a lot of like vocals. I want to be chill, so I put like lo-fi on or something like that. And then there would be other days when I'm just feeling frustrated and angry, and but I'm feeling nostalgic and kind of I don't know what, like something inside me is kind of just you know growly. And so like I'll I'll go back to the '90s in my youth, and I'll like you know put on you know like Rise Again, uh, Rise Against the Machine, or I mean you know. Eve six and like um, just oh, man, like all those different things, like you know, I Blink know. one eighty two, like you know, all that stuff. And um, but then I have like another channel that I just throw on. It's kind of like a, a feel good. That's like kind of quirky and it's usually upbeat music. Um, yeah, I, it's I have a couple of diff different Pandora stations, which just basically based off a of mood. And I'm just like, okay, I'm feeling this today, and I just I pop it on, and yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I know. Like Marco and I have both talked about how music plays a big influence in our, our, our artwork. So it's always like yeah. a question I like to ask is like, I, I, my I have a playlist that I've been building on my 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 Echo for a, a while that I just keep adding songs to it. Mm. And if there's anything that I, I hear that I inspires me, I throw it on there, and I just yeah play that on shuffle, and then I just keep adding to it. So. Um, I always kind of want to, I, I like to see what other artists have, like, their perspective on how music affects them. Yeah. Um, you are a sketchbook guy. I am a sketchbook guy. I really like sketchbooks. Like, they're just visually nice to have and, like, to, you know, to you do stuff in. And, so what? Yeah. You have oh. a, 
you have more sketchbooks than probably Barnes and Noble has sketchbooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I have a handful. They're not all filled up, but like a um, handful. Right, yeah, no, right, a handful. Yeah, I got a handful. I mean, like, I have a few. You probably have three handfuls here. Yeah, I, I guess. Three. Maybe, like, maybe about three handfuls. But, yeah, so no, my, I... My girlfriend <laughs> really, um, she she really admired mm -hmm. how organized they were. Like, she's like, see, see why can't you do that? And I'm like, <laughs> I have two sketchbooks. And yeah. that's only because I bought one and it was too big for the project, and I had to buy another smaller one. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd have one sketchbook. <laughs> yep. Well, I I see them mostly as like tools, and like I use them in different ways, and it's more of like a, I don't pressure myself to like fill them up in like a particular period of time. I made like some videos uh, before of like like my last sketchbook. It took me like two years to fill up. Um, but I usually carry it and I usually, you know, like have certain things I want to try in it and do it. Like, um, this, this is the one I got now and I'm actually doing, uh, the, so uh, I'll quick, give you a quick look. So I'm doing this like weird, like bird creature thing, right? Oh, I'm going to cool. paint it in, but I'm going to cut the eyeballs out and I'm going to like make it so that like it has like a little like movie tab so you can move the eyeballs back and forth. <laughs> like a like, like, book almost. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And, that, and it's, it's mostly just like, I thought that would be fun. And it's like kind of like just an exercise and an experiment. And I'm like, yeah, I'll try that. So, yeah, I, I really I like the like, sketchbooks. I know like you have one for plain air painting, but you have yeah. like different different sketchbooks for different things. Like you have one that's anatomy. You have one that's like... I don't know, like cartoons and things like that. So yeah, yeah. all sorts of different things. Like yeah. my sketchbook, I don't, I don't use sketchbooks because anything that I draw, I want to try to sell, and if it's not good enough, mm -hmm. it goes in the circular file. But like the stuff you put in your sketchbooks, I was like, that's fucking, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, I know. And, it's like and, I, I, it yeah, I, I, I really, I, I like spending some time and making like the sketchbooks look you know really nice um there are like bad pages in there um I, I usually show the good ones but there are like you know pages in there that i just am like this is crap and like and if it's like really bad then i'll like paint over it and just draw over the paint but like yeah there um i usually do spend quite a bit of time on different ones and um again well i mean like i you know like i showed like the one like i usually do start my sketchbooks with like the self portrait and then so like this year i did spent a bunch of time doing the uh that one and i don't know it was just fun it was just kind a feeling, of a way to chill and relax i have a feeling that your bad sketches are what marco and i consider our good sketches <laughs> i was gonna say that i, I yeah i don't yeah. want to say yeah. anything we yeah. looked at each other or we were on the same wavelength and like <laughs> We we both know <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, if somebody was like, "Hey, I want to buy that sketchbook," yeah, what's the price? Oh, I'm not selling my sketchbooks, but um, there's got to be a price, like a hundred grand. Maybe, maybe a hundred grand, but then I'd probably still make a copy of it, okay. like a PDF. But like, have you thought about doing that? Like making a yeah, like, so. So a couple of people have like a have asked about it. They're like, you know, like 
well, do you, you should, they're like, you should sell like your like PDFs of your sketchbook. And I'm like, I'm like, Hey, I've actually, you know, I've bought like a sketchbook kind of like sort of kind of like that from an artist before, like off of Gumroad for like, you know, five or $10. And I was like, yeah, that might be kind of like something to look at is to, um, it's like make a complete PDF of like some of my sketchbooks for people to like look through and like, and then pop them up um for like a, like a downloadable file or something like that and so yeah that might be something i definitely do in the future man i'm sure you have enough art in those sketchbooks like good art as you say right yeah um to make like to make a couple art books period like uh, yeah I, first of all i absolutely love love your tradition of doing a self-portrait in the beginning yeah and i've seen a couple of them if not I've seen a good amount of them that you've that you've shown. Yeah, they're all different. They're all amazing. They all look like you, you know. Yeah. But you, your style in it is it's very different from each one, mm-hmm. and that just got me going. Like, dude, you could probably that that's easy art book right there. Mm-hmm. Just throw a couple sketchbook or sketch pages in there. Talk about your your uh, development or what that book was about. Like that is an easy art book. I would. Yeah. Buy. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. It's definitely like. Fun. No, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, be like, Mark, Marco. Hey, no, um, yeah, no, like I, I've definitely like thought about that. That's something I want to do. Like, uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a pretty big like planner and like kind of schemer. Well, I don't know if schemer is the right word, but like, you know, like, I, so like I have like ideas of like, okay, these are the like these are projects I want to do in the future. These are things I want to test and try. These are things like, um. It's like a hockey hockey pucker, like wood, wood um, slice. And so my brother had like a, a laser engraver, and I made like this Bigfoot design, and we so we engraved like this design. And I was like thinking like, okay, like that's some a project I might want to do in the future of like doing like five Bigfoot coasters, and then like design the whole like packaging, and like I do like all the stuff. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so, like, that. And then it actually has, like, my Weird Wild, like, logo on the back. And I think it's, what was that? Was that Birch or something like that? But, yeah, and then basically, like, stain it and everything. And so I thought about doing, like, that in the future. I thought about doing way more zines in the future. I have, like, a list of possibilities. I have, you know, sticker ideas. Basically things like checklists of, like, okay, what am I going to tackle? um next or you know mm-hmm. so definitely i i'm a planner when it comes to that well speaking of, of planning mm-hmm. uh, i know you're a D guy yeah yeah definitely and i've right. seen some of your D like comics you've made from your campaign yeah yeah um, do you draw a lot of inspiration from D or like in, in your work like I, um yes and no not Really, I, so I only started playing D&D probably a little under two years ago, and it's only been, like, with this one group, and um, it's been a lot of fun. Like, I I made a lot of art for the group, and I haven't made any in a while just because, like, life for everyone in the group's been kind of crazy, so we haven't been playing quite as often. Sure. But um, I there's a lot of fun things I'd like to draw more from in there, and, like, I'd like to do more comics from it. Uh, I've really enjoyed those. Like it, it was kind of funny this last year. I my group was like, "Oh, you should throw these up on Reddit," and I'm like, "I've heard of Reddit before, but I don't know, you know." So and then like, 
I never, I never went to that place. And like, so I go to Reddit and I'm like, good Lord, this is like a disaster. Like, how do we, how do I do anything? And, um, and I, I, I think I found like, a, I was like, okay, I Googled like D and D subreddits and like, I threw one of my, um, comics up and it's, uh, and I think he got like, how many, like 10,000 up likes or something like that. Oh, wow. And yeah. And I was like, I don't know if that's good or bad on Reddit. And I was like, yay, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but um, so people have seemed to really enjoy like the short comics or the short little four panel things I've done. And something I want to do more, or maybe not necessarily, you know, um, that D and you know, that D and D storyline per se, but maybe just like more comics in that style. I, I really enjoy the style. It's very procedural. Like it's like I do, I do the rough line work, and then I do a nicer line work, and then I put flat colors in, and I put the you know, I put the sh shadows in, and then I put highlights and throw some color dodge on top and done like yeah, it's pretty step by step i like them i i think they'd be great for your zine yeah and and i thought about doing like like writing some short stories and then doing like comics in that style sure um yeah yeah no that, i think they're really awesome would be great yeah. yeah maybe i'll hit you up uh, for one you know you can do one for my zine one of these days because i'd love to yeah. feature you uh, speaking of the zine you know, I am featuring you in, you know, this month's Halloween, which mm -hmm. happens to be a Scooby-Doo theme. Because nice. I'm a Scooby-Doo nerd. So we're going to talk about, you know, scary Halloween horror movies for a hot minute here. Sounds now, good. I, 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 I kind of take it you're a, a Halloween fan, just like by some of the artwork that you do, like with the cryptids. Yeah. Um, I mean, are you, like, a horror movie fan at all, or...? Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily, like, I'm a horror fan, or a horror, um, fan per se. I mean, I guess it depends on the horror movies. Like, I'm definitely more of, like, a creature horror. But, like, I'm not really a fan of, like... I'm not, like, a fan of, like, the Saw movies, or, like, you know, Centipede, or, you know, like, things like that. Um... Yeah, Human Centipede should not, not be for anybody. That's just... You know, like... Like, yeah. stuff like that, like, it's just not my thing, but, like, I, you know, like, a lot of, like, creature stuff, and some, I don't know if it'd be considered horror or not, like, I like a lot of, like, Del Toro's stuff, like, his creature designs, and, like, some sure. of the storytelling, and I, like, um, I did, like, I guess I did really like, like, the Hannibal Lecter movies, but usually it's Fuck more, off. yeah, more, more like, um... You know, like aliens or like vampire werewolf type movies or um different things like that. that so uh, what was that one movie that um the one where Quiet in a Quiet Place, right? Was that one? Yeah. Like what are you talking about? Like that kind of movies? Or are you like like Godzilla or Um, probably more like you know, like uh I'm trying to think of like like Blade or Constantine or I don't know if those are probably like more action movies with like you know per se but um like Sleepy Hollow uh, with uh, Johnny Depp that that was like a one that I really enjoyed like I just I, I don't know I like some like that old fantasy type or you know style and then like um but then like mixed with like some like unsettling you know creepy stuff as well. I don't know. 
I mean, I, I like I like creature feature stuff. I mean, uh, if we're just like opening up to any creature, like Jaws is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, yeah. I also love Lake Placid. Rest in peace, Betty White. Because um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lake Placid is a great creature feature. Um, mm. But you know, like the creature from the Black Lagoon, Black Lagoon, things like that. Mm. Um, you know, you could even probably throw in like the Wolfman. Yeah, as a creature That's feature. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I I'm a big creature feature fan myself. Yeah. So, um, do you have like a favorite horror Halloween movie? I I would say it would probably probably have to be like the Sleepy Hollow movie. I I um usually during Halloween that's like one of the movies I have to watch kind of thing. That's a great um, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. Trying to think of any, any other type of ones. Um, I need. I was like trying to like think of horror movies the other day that I like, and I was like, man, I need to watch some more because there are like some that I think I would enjoy more, like some of like the supernatural ones and whatnot. Like I really liked, like the right with. Uh, That's a great flick. Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins. So I really like that one and. There was like another one. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely need to watch some more horror movies. So. I'm surprised you didn't say like uh, what was it, the 1979 Alien by Ridley Scott. Like, oh yeah, that movie. That one. Right. I try to remember. Creepy as fuck. Yeah, there was. Yeah, um, I love everything about that movie. How they filmed it. Um, what they used to make the alien was like really crazy. A lot of people don't realize it's like used trash bags and stuff. But um, that, that's Jaws in space, basically. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Not only that, but you know, you have H.R. Geiger who designed the alien, who is oh, that's right, one of the phenomenal artist as well. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's one of those movies that that actually used a really prominent artist to design, um, you know, the the look and the aesthetic of the movie. Really, mm-hmm. it definitely stands the test of time. Like they haven't actually un- until recent the recent movies they haven't really done much uh, to mess with the original formula. Even yeah. when they started uh, redoing different things or adding like certain things, they all were still alien esque. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm a big Aliens fan. I love that series. I love that series so much. Have you watched? Um, was it Encounters of the Fourth Kind? Oh, uh, the Isn't that the one like it's like based in, like in Alaska or something? Yeah. So the, <laughs> the thing actually sued the, the production company or whoever the, yeah. the studio or whoever because of how much uh, backlash. I don't know if it was because of over-tourism or people were just, like, not wanting to go under-tourism. I don't remember. Yeah. But the city literally sued <laughs> and won. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember watching that one. That one kind of was, like, pretty creepy. Like, I like it. Like, I liked there, it, but yeah. He's up yeah. there in that 30 days a night area. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> 30 Days of Night. That was also a pretty good movie. I liked it. Very yeah, that was a good one. Um, but What was the first horror movie you remember seeing as a kid? Man. Um, trying to remember. I, again, I don't know if it would be considered horror or not. I, I, I wasn't like a really big horror 
person up until like my teens. Like like my kids were kind of like I know you've mentioned it before where like, you know, your friends were more into horror and then they're kinda of, like peer pressured you kind of thing. Oh yeah. And like I remember what it was it was like Dusk Till Dawn or something like that. Which isn't even like a horror horror, like scary one, but like I remember just being like, no, I don't like like horror movies. I'm like, dude, just watch it. And and I was like, finally, I was like, okay, fine. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, that wasn't as bad. And then so like we watched like other ones, and I remember watching like um, so I, I I'd have to say it'd probably be Dust Till Dawn, even though it it, it was you know when I was older. And um, Dust Till Dawn's a great fl- flick. I mean, you got yeah. this Rodriguez film. You got um. What uh, what's his name again? The guy that plays Sex Machine in there. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just so many, it, so it many was, great. It was really, yeah, it was like really good, and I, I remember like eventually watching like um, The Exorcist. My my friends talked me to watching The Exorcist. Oh yeah, and, and I remember laughing through half, most of it. <laughs> Like, at that point, like, it went from, like, me being terrified to me just, be, like, laughing and being, like, this is ridiculous. And, like, I still remember, like, in one part in The Exorcist when there, I was, like, I was, like, what is the, and, like, you know, like, he's, like, boxing or punching, you know, and I was, like, <laughs> and, like, I was, like, what's, what's he going to do, like, beat the demon out? And then, like, later on, he's, I, I think, if I remember, like, he actually was, like, trying to, like, I don't know, hit, hit the girl or something i don't know something crazy i was just like this is ridiculous and i was just laughing and um so by then i wasn't scared anymore i wasn't and so like things just didn't scare me i I think like the majority of the movies just don't scare me anymore um there's like movies that like unsettle me that i'm like oh i just like saw like i just i'm like it just makes me kind of feel sick i'm like no i can't watch that yeah Yeah. it it makes you feel sick because well, A, somebody thought up that shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. B, uh, you know, there's a potential that somebody could actually be out there doing that kind of shit. So, that, that, yeah. 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 so, so it's like very unsettling. It's very unsettling. Yeah, so. Um, how about your favorite horror character? Horror character? Um, I don't know if I really have one, per se. Um... I mean, it could be Ichabod. Yeah, it could be like the Ichabod and, and whatnot. I, I think um, I think that would probably have to be it. Um, because there, I mean, there's just so many. It's it's like when people ask me what's my favorite song and stuff. I'm like, how do I choose that? You know, yeah. and it's kind of, it's kind of like how I pick music. It's like it really depends on the day. Like, what's my favorite? Um, I had a job interview where they asked me what my favorite song was, and I was like. Uh, <laughs> and then they ask me why, and then she goes, "Oh, that's interesting. Most every uh, everybody picks picks Eye of the Tiger," and I was like, "What? I can't. Why? I can't say that's even a song I'm like really like. I I'm not no. like. Yeah, it's. I don't know. That's kind of crazy though. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to choose when there's so many choices. It's it's really tough. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I will say, even though it's not horror movies, I will say I have comfort movies that are my favorite. And okay. my, my comfort movies, where I've watched them, 
probably a hundred times. I've the first and second Mummy movie, and mm. um, the Indiana Jones movies. Because when like when I was younger, I was like, I don't know, I kind of wanted to be like Indiana Jones, you know, like explore and like. Who did? And yeah, you know, you know, explore and beat up Nazis and find gold and treasure and and all that stuff. And um, so I, those are the movies I I go back to and I I watch repeatedly. So. One yeah, of the yeah, movies I like that comfort movies. Yeah, yeah. One of the movies that I have uh, watched probably hundreds of times is the Thirteenth Warrior. Okay. Which I don't know if you ever watched it, but it, is, it sounds familiar. Yeah, it's uh, Antonio Banderas. It's a okay. fucking amazing film. Kind of has. Um, always reminded me of Beowulf, the story of Beowulf, but mm. really nothing nothing similar to that, but yeah. um, it's a great film, and if you haven't watched it, you really should. I'll have a look it up. It's got a lot of great imagery in it. Yeah. Catcher Side says it's epic. Well, we will move away from horror and movie and just got a couple more questions. All right. um, what is your ultimate goal with your art career? Oh man, um, short term or long term? <laughs> uh, let's do short term because I have a long term question then too. Okay, so short term, I guess in this next year, I'd like to you know um, get up to like a live like a bare minimum livable amount. I'd like to start finding more events and more. Um, places to exhibit, maybe some, like, uh, places to do consignment, or, you know, like, they'll sell some of my artwork. Um, <clears throat> let's see, I want to get my studio up and going, and I just, I don't want to feel, like, more confident in my work, and kind of, like, have, like, a more of, like, finding the path, my path kind of thing of, like, this is what I want to do, and this is the direction I'm going to run. And then, like, basically get all of my bases um, like, will establish kind of like everything on my website, like squared away that I need. Like, there's still things I need to do. I and like basically build up all the business stuff so it's like strong, secure, and then like start shooting for the stars kind of thing. Sure. Um, I guess that's like this next year's goal. So my short term, I suppose. And, and what's your long term goal with it? Yeah, like my long term goal is you know, I, I really. I would really like to be, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but, like, I'd really like to be, like, one of the artists that, like, gets up to, like, six figures a year and, like, has, like, a huge following and, like, and, like, like does, like, you know, um, events and, like, uh, like, classes and, like, you know, like, helps people, like, learn art and, like, kind of, like, help people, like, develop their art business and, like, um just make cool shit all the time. Like, like, you know, like, um, have like creative freedom and just, um, yeah, like just have like, also like have it set up. So I have like, you know, multiple pillars of income for my artwork. It's not just like, I'm not just selling prints, but I'm like doing a little bit of commission work. I like license some stuff. I selling prints. I, um, teaching some classes. I, you know, like, basically some like a bunch of different things in play that are all to the point where they're kind of like almost they, they this go on their own kind of thing. Um, 
So yeah, I think that's like my my goal eventually is to just get reach that and like and then to the point where I'm doing well enough that I can start giving back to the art community more and yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah one of the things that's I dope. recently heard that has really resonated with me is um, put as many legs under your table as possible in case one yeah. gets taken out from underneath you. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's, I, I love that philosophy and that way of thinking and uh, branch out, expand out, do whatever you can to make sure you got as many legs under there. So you can, you know, if one gets taken away, like, you know, we could potentially lose vending events this year because of the, yeah. the virus again, you know, yeah. so there's always that potential. So mm. if you have more, you know, if you're expanding out and doing more, there's, you know, you can, you can still bring an income. You can ride the wave a little bit. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I, I, like you said, have different pillars in there. Of, uh, and I thought that was really, really good. That's smart, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I definitely. Um, what is some advice you would give your younger self? Oh man, uh, <laughs> uh, don't don't bother with you know I, I shouldn't have went to like uh, this what schooling I did I should have just just faced my fears and just went directly into like artwork that well, I probably would have enjoyed more um, to like just just go for it I guess more um, and just find. Uh, um, how would I put it? Don't depend on others to teach you the goal, like teach you the skills that you want to have. Like just start finding the like finding places to like whatever. No one's like gonna like give you everything that you want to learn. Like you gotta like find it and like really push yourself. I think and, and it's, I don't know, it's it's a little kind of like a little story, but I remember like being in college for my associate degree in graphic design and and there was classmates who, you know, like, I was always like, hey, like, do you do any outside projects? Do you read, like, what's your favorite art, like, blogs? Like, what, you know, this, 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 and that, and all these things. And they're like, oh, we, like, I don't do any art or graphic design outside of class. And they're, and they're like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm getting A's in my class. I'm just going to get A's, and then I'm going to find a job once I graduate. And I'm over here, like, scared shitless, like, learning everything I can. And then I think that's like a good thing is just learn as much as you can, have fun, and just yeah, um, don't like I don't know, getting caught up more. That's going somewhere with it, but you know, no, like, just I, do your it best. Kind of, it kind of took a, it kind of took the uh, the question I had next, which was what was younger advice you or what was advice you give to a younger artist? Which I think everything you just said right there. Yeah. You know, not only for your younger self, but uh, for younger artists, it's good. Learn everything you can. Like when I was in college, I was experiencing the same thing. I had artists mm. that were like, I don't do any work outside of class. And I'm like, yeah. you know, we had like, hey, bring in the work you've recently done. I brought in like 15 fucking canvases and everybody had like two. And they're like, well, Why, how do you have so much work? And I was like, because I'm constantly working. Yeah. And, that, and that's like the thing too. I mean, like for graphic design, not necessarily, I don't know, for art per se, but like, a lot of times, like, when you go for, like, jobs for graphic design, if all you have in your portfolio is student work, like, the people, like, hiring know that. 
And they see right. that and they're like, oh, I've seen this a hundred times. There's nothing special about this. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. so just pushing yourself more and, um, you know, be willing to stay up late, you know, a couple of nights every once in a while to like, you know, learn the extra lesson or read an extra book or, you know, I think, I think it's really important to really invest in yourself and your, your future. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I mean, always saying that it's like, it's better to invest in yourself than another business or, or yeah. anything else for that matter. I, you know, he preaches that hard. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, um, well, it's definitely uh, a hard lesson to learn uh, because, you know, one of the reasons why I want to do this, do this so much is because it's even, even if you're not doing great, you know, you're not doing great. You know what I mean? Like there's total transparency, but I was working in house as a graphic design place and I was expecting a raise and instead the meeting went, Oh, we're closing our doors. You got the pink slip. And, and, and well, I ended up basically they offered me the ability to contract with them, but there wasn't like a set amount of money, but like okay. basically it was totally, totally a side swipe. Like I, I didn't see it coming and I didn't know the business wasn't doing well. I didn't know, I didn't know any of that. And, and I don't think like a lot of like art and design businesses are these, like I worked there for 30 years in retired businesses. And I think that's something that people need to be prepared for. And so that's why I think like knowing how to do things on your own, like freelance and commission work and all that stuff like that is really important. So absolutely. No, that's great advice. Uh, and while you were talking, I actually thought of another question because that was that was my last question. But yeah. you brought up books. I'm a big book guy. Yeah, I love books. I love actual books. I hold my hand; it's tangible. I don't read anything. Yeah, same. Um, but I've read a lot of books art related. Okay. Um, what is like? What would be a book that you would suggest anybody listening? That it's a must read. Um, are you, are you looking for like technical skills? Are you looking more for like, just like mental type, uh, working through business stuff? Like, so like for me, I have two, I have mm-hmm. still like an artist, yeah. which I think can, can ease people in. And, and I think it's just a great book and also mm-hmm. art and fear. Those two yeah. books hit home for me really like really hard so those like my art bibles those are the two like yep. if, I, if somebody's looking for something i'm like read art and fear i read it when i was in college it, it changed my perspective on a lot of things it is a good one yeah and still like an artist is another one that changed my perspective on a lot of things so something like that something like that oh well uh, art and fear is a good book um i am i'm trying to think of like some other ones Looking on my shelf. Um, I'm reading one right now, and I I haven't got all the way through it, but it's been really good. Um, so if that if that counts, if that works. Um, but real artists don't starve by oh, Jeff yeah, Goins. Yeah, heard that. Um, so that that one's been like a really good way of like kind of like you know like how to think of certain things and whatnot. Yeah, I've really been enjoying that. And I have more that on my to read list. But I will say, even though you that was kind of like the style you're going, but I will say there is one technical book that like 
is um I think a must have if you want to draw like more technically like perspective wise. Thick book. How to How to Draw by um Scott Robertson and he also has How to Render. These okay. books are like there's things in these books that are damn near magic. Like when it comes <laughs> to, like perspective, like things like oh, finding how to draw certain things like in the three-dimensional plane and you're just like that's a thing like you can find that like that and i'm not kidding like it perspective wise this is everything you need to know like it is it's magic i would highly recommend this book for anyone who wants to um beef up those skills so well i'm gonna tell you now you should drop that in the discord because uh, uh yeah i'll, I'll have to do that for sure um but that no that's that's great i mean because a lot of those things are hard to find and if you have a good a good book that like you can suggest that people go to like okay this is my new like art bible on how to draw yeah you know, i don't know how many of those how to draw books i have but it's a lot it is I, yeah i've never found them to be all that beneficial mm. you know, how many did we have to buy when we were going through college you know yeah, no, it's it's quite a few. Um, I, I've actually thought about making like a hidden reference page, like a like, yeah, like reference page, like on my website that I could just like link to people when they ask. Because I don't know how many times I've I've been asked like, oh, like where's a good place to like learn like how to draw or, like certain things or like how to like uh, like what books would you suggest? And like, th like you know, I was mentioning earlier um, about like these websites like controlpain.com and SVS learn and all that stuff like that. And I don't know how many times I've like shared those links. And I, I think like I need to just gather my favorite books and my favorite resources. And then every time someone asks, I'm just like, here's a link to my website on this one <laughs> hidden page. And then like, here you go. And it's just like all the information that they could possibly want and need. Um, that, that's been, been, been on my brain lately. So yeah, no, I, 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 uh, you know, like yourself, I try to help with whenever I can and give advice when, whenever I can. So mm -hmm. that that would be super beneficial for a lot of young artists as well as old fucks like myself. So yeah. I, I think that's a great idea. A great idea. Um, but we are, uh, well, we are hitting close to an hour and a half here. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, Sounds good. I appreciate you coming on here and spending an hour and a half with us. I know. It's yeah, definitely. It's been fun. Um, but uh, yeah, man, thank you so much for coming on and uh, paint the fucking world. Definitely. We will, uh, we will chat with you guys later. Sounds good. All right, everybody have a great night. Paint the fucking world. And stay rebellious, guys. Bye. Right.